Hard to believe it's already Friday. Mm, but it's but it is. It feels good. It's Grateful Friday. Also, we want to hear from you. We like to hear about your life, little and big things you are grateful for. You can let us know those. That's coming up. Um, also, Sam has got a George Michael story in music news. I can't wait for. Yeah. Yeah. Something new from him. Yeah, that we've never heard before. No, or seen. It's not just music really? either. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I miss him so much. Every once in a while, when I see him pop up somewhere, like a picture or something on social. I'm like, ah, oh, I forget that he's gone. Yeah. You ever have somebody like that? Yeah. George Michael's one of those to Freddie me. Freddie Mercury, John Lennon. Oh, all, every time? You hurt every time? Those I, yeah, pop in? it's hard. Robin Williams, whenever you hear him oh, I know. do a stand-up routine, it's like, man, right, we I don't know. get that anymore. I wasn't trying to go down a sad road. I'm sorry. That's <laughs> Grateful Friday. Yeah. Comedy's supposed to be funny. <laughs> Wait, right. I am super excited about the George Michael news, which is yeah. coming up in um, music news on the way in a little bit. Um, first, you know, I have to say there's part of my morning routine that I am so grateful for. And it's something that nobody really knows about. It's not something I share, not even with Murphy much, but I'm about to tell you. Okay. Is that every morning when I get up first and I tiptoe to the coffee pot, you know, Champ, um, my boyfriend dog, he sleeps on a big, beautiful bed in that family area. And he watches me while I do that. And sometimes I look at him and sometimes I'm busy thinking in my head or, you know, looking at news or something like that while my coffee brews. But every morning after I have my coffee in hand, before I go back into our bedroom to get ready, I walk over to him and I lean down and I kiss his head and I just speak to him. And he's in that lazy, sleepy state and he smells so sweet. It is one of my favorite things about my morning routine. That's sweet. And if I'm ever too busy and I forget, you should see the look he gives me. Because the, one morning this week I was late. Yeah. And I almost didn't. Just went past him. I didn't give him the love, you know, yeah. the, the quick little, you know, moment that he and I share. And he was looking at me so crazy. So when you when you gave him attention this morning, was his bed already screwed up? Yeah, he screwed his bed up in the middle of the night. Yeah, so he may be loving, but he's not very smart. Brand new dog bed that has memory foam on the inside, yeah. and for some reason they want to move it around. And so he managed to get the foam flipped vertically inside of the bed, so it looked like this big blob beanbag sitting maybe on the. He's just trying to fluff it. <laughs> it's already fluffy. Yeah. All right. Coming up with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Jody has your first Hollywood Outsider. Yeah, we're going to try to help you figure out what is going on with Netflix. On the way next, going to get Murphy to come clean about a big change in his life. We spend so much time together in here that whenever there's something different, yeah. you know, it sticks out like a sore thumb. Yes, Sam. Speaking, speaking of that saying, sticks out like a sore thumb. Uh, anyway, I noticed Murphy has a new bag. Oh, yeah. Oh, really? Papa's got a brand new yeah. girlfriend. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's he funny because Murphy and I both had the same backpack, c- computer backpack slash work bag, whatever it is. I'm surprised he didn't tell you about it. Well, I saw it yesterday and I was like, wait, is that just like a traveling bag? This is, is that his new bag? This is Murphy and then, 2.0. And then tell he brought it in it. this morning and I see it and it honestly, <laughs> it looks smaller and compact more than anything he's ever had. Uh-huh. And. Yeah. You know, Murphy, you're known for carrying too much, like a Mary Poppins bag, everything so, you own in it. So, yes, you're right. We do spend too much time together in this room. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I actually I probably should have told you because I found a decent deal on it. Uh-huh. But I've just decided <laughs> last year after the, the next stuff that I was dealing with, I realized I needed to stop carrying around because for years, you're right. I carried everything like a Boy Scout because mm-hmm. you never know when you're going to need something. And my bag probably weighed 15 pounds at least 10 pounds 
And, you know, I just think after walking around with that for 15 years, it started to take its toll. And you're carrying so, a bunch of stuff around that you didn't need. Yeah, exactly. So I've stopped doing that. Cords and radios and Belvedas and backup alcohol swabs and gum and a bottle of water. Like, that's just some Jumper of the stuff. Jumper cables. There's some, some, some of the stuff I pulled out of that old bag. Well, uh, yeah, flashlight, because you never know when you're going to need a flashlight. You got it on your phone, though. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but you know, so I, I'm only keeping three things in it right now. Okay. The base, the bare basic insulin backup stuff if I need to. Yay. A type one diabetes, you know, kit, and um, the iPad that I'm carrying around because I'm not carrying my laptop with me anymore. Yay. Yeah. And uh, and and the little paper planner if I want to write something down. That's <gasps> it. Wow. Don't you feel better? I do. It's feel not lighter. as heavy. It's you know, it, it's actually kind of refreshing to walk into and out of a building now. And not, I don't grunt every time I pick it up. Did you keep the other bag though for like travel yeah. and stuff? Yeah, yeah, I still have the other bag for travel. But I just, I felt silly. It's like all these years, why? Why have I carried that much stuff around with me? I think Jody's been asking that question for all these years. I, no, I, I stopped asking. Coming up next, Jody has her first Hollywood Outsider. Gonna try to help you figure out, us all figure out, what is going on with Netflix. Trending now. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Powered by Kohl's. Want to let you know what's going on with Netflix. If you have an account, love it, and you've heard all these weird business, you know, stories this week. Murphy, you're going to like this. This is a business-esque Hollywood Outsider. Okay. Okay, so Netflix lost 200,000 or so paying customers in this first part of the year. Just, Hmm. I'm sorry, because many reasons, but they're up against so much, right? In this, most of us... As subscribers are are overwhelmed with the amount of, of services. I also yeah. read something about you know a lot of that was pandemic related. Now that some people have gone back to work or whatever, they're it's not, like I don't need that anymore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Oh. So Murphy's already read about it. See mm-hmm. HBO Max and Disney Plus and Paramount and Apple and Amazon. There's so many choices. Netflix has taken a little bit of a hit. They've also taken hits in Russia. Mm. Seven hundred thousand customers. They're gone in the last three months. That's the result of sanctions. Right. We know that. And the other thing is that so many people are sharing their Netflix passwords. When I say so many, about two million households are using a friend's or family member's password and getting Netflix for free. So if you had a business and you were cranking out stuff all the time, but everybody was using it for free, well, that doesn't help your bottom line. Their competitors already have the other model where that can't be done. Right. So. Yeah, yeah, so it's it is time for they're them to move have, to it. They're going to be changing things, and they may be offering a subscription service for you going forward. That's cheaper. They want to keep you, but it'll, it'll have some ads in it. No. <laughs> we like to hear from you anytime for any reason. It's Grateful Friday too. So eight seven seven three one zero four MSJ or jump in online with us. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Um, From our Facebook page, Cheryl writes in, I listen to your show, I'm sorry, I listen to your podcast every day because I'm working during the day. Okay. Uh, The other day, the After the Show podcast had me wanting to jump into the conversation so badly. Um, As an ex-private school board member for six years, Mm. and now my husband has been one at a different private school for seven years, I will tell you the reason the rules are so strict. And what she's talking about are... Prom rules. Prom rules. Prom rules. Yeah. Sam Sa- code. Yeah. You, your twins have prom this weekend. Yeah. And you got like a two-page... Mm-hmm. Here are the rules. Hair rules, dress code rules, how do you arrive, when do you leave, locking the doors. Rules unlocking. that were so specific, even Murphy was like, man, those are some tough rules. Mm-hmm. And Murphy's a rule person. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, 
She says, I will tell you why the rules are so detailed and strict. <laughs> and these next two words come in all caps. The parents. Oh. There are always those parents wanting to push the rules, nitpick the rules, so you can't keep it vague anymore. You can't. Huh. Yeah. You can't assume that people, kids, parents will use common sense. And and so it's just it's the parents. And mm-hmm. I'm thinking, do you know that I have a friend who works in schools and we were talking once about just job and life and work. And I'm like, what's the most frustrating? Because she loves her job. Mm-hmm. Like, what's the hardest part of your job? And she, before I even finish this, the question, parents. She said parents. Wow. So I, I thought that was kind of interesting. So in other words, all the crazy little rules that you read about yeah. the hair color and what, not arriving in limos or whatever. Right. They write those probably in because they've had complaints before, or questions, yeah. or ticky-tacky. Made questions from parents. Yeah. And I do know that there are some people that will blatantly ignore rules, but I think also some people read the rules differently. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It, yeah. You, you can have the same sentence and give it to a couple of different people, but other people perceive it differently. That's right. And that's why you have two pages of prom rules, mm-hmm. Sam. Okay, thank you, Cheryl. We do love hearing from you anytime. Coming up next. Sam's got music news. Got a new rock documentary to tell you about, and it's directed and narrated by the artist who's been dead five years sam's music news brought to you by rocket mortgage got another big rock documentary coming this summer about george michael called george michael freedom uncut i will be going to the theater to see this this one has been in the works for a while so long in fact that george was working on this one before he passed away in 2016 in fact he's listed as the co-director on it oh really and when you go watch the movie, the narration is all him. Yeah. So it was really? stuff that he laid down way back. Uh, they talked to friends of his, Elton, Stevie Wonder, Tony Bennett, Ricky Gervais. Mm. Uh, it's going to be from the period of when the Faith album came out all the way to uh, Listen Without Prejudice. It's oh only like a three-year period. Still, important period. But it was right after, you know, Wham! and he went huge, single. Huge, huge The only period. person I don't see on here is Andrew Ridgely that don't. they... Andrew Ridgeway will, will be a part of it. The other guy in Wham. Stop it. Remember him? I do. Uh, that Faith album. Yeah. Man, that one doesn't get the credit it deserves. Solid. June 22nd is the release date on this one in a select number of theaters. You can go to the website for George Michael Freedom Uncut to find out, you know, what theaters are going to be carrying it. Oh, I'll have to see that with my cousins this summer, period. Okay. Okay. Maybe you can do that when you go for the concert uh, in August. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh, at Coachella, weekend number two starts today, just in case you mm-hmm. got the FOMO and you want to catch Harry Styles. I don't know if he's going to be singing with Shania this time. <laughs> You know, last weekend he brought Shania out to sing this. That's them That's at Coachella. Fine. I mean, I'm sure he's not going to do a replay of that. Yeah. But he also did Still the One, too. Cool. And wow. he did some One Direction stuff. But he's tonight, uh, Megan the Stallion, Billie Eilish tomorrow, Doja Cat the weekend. Mm-hmm. They're going to be on Sunday. And check <laughs> this out, this Queen song. Love of my life. Somebody has covered the song. All right. Now see if you can guess who this is. Here's the, here's the guy. Love my life, you've hurt me. That's Vince Gill. You've broken And my he is singing with wow. this lady right here. Love my life, don't leave me. That's Ann Wilson from Heart. It does sound like Ann. Here are the two of them together. Pretty cool, huh? So great. It's going to be on Ann's new album called Fierce Bliss. 
It's, it's Friday. It's time for Jody's Top 5 Entertainment Stories of the Week. Brought to you by Indeed. You going to count me down? Number five. All right. Jada Pinkett Smith says she and the family will finally discuss the fallout from Will Smith's Oscars slap incident on Red Table Talk. Her oh, show. of course. Uh, on Wednesday, when season five premiered at the beginning of the episode, just words on the screen said that we're, we're focusing on healing our family. We will eventually share this on the talk, the Red Table Talk, yeah. when the time comes. Not yet. Okay. And then they proceeded with the show. Right. Number four. Okay, Tom Cruise. We learned this week that he was the one who insisted that every actor on Top Gun Maverick go through severe naval aviator training. They went through underwater training. They did high-speed flying. And they shot their own scenes up there in those jets. And they did G Force stuff. I can't wait to see that. But everybody loved it working with Tom. Mm-hmm. They brought it to he brings it to the next level, according yeah. to like Miles Teller and the others. Number three. Ben Affleck and Matt Damon working together again. You know what the best part of my day is? Uh, For about ten seconds. Remember Goodwill Hunting? Yeah. They love working together. So the new project is an Amazon movie about Nike's pursuit of Michael Jordan for that. You know, endorsement deal in the mid eighties. Mm-hmm. Ben Affleck will direct and Matt Damon will star in. We don't know who Matt, who Michael Jordan is yet, though, do we? No, that hasn't been cast yet. Mm. That's a tough cast, yeah. isn't it? Uh, but it will happen. It, they love working together. It sounds really fun. It's an Amazon movie. Number two. Two. <laughs> I only have one job, and I screwed it up. <laughs> Number two. Nicole Kidman playing the mom, this is weird, of Alexander Skarsgård in this new movie that opens today called The Northman. I want to avenge you, father. I want to save you, mother. I can't wait for this. It's called The Northman. How funny is it that he played Eric Northman in True Blood? Mm. But this is a Viking thing. And he's, you know, when he was a little boy, Nicole Kidman plays his mother. Then he grows up, understand? It looks like Game of Thrones. And then the big one of the week. Number one. Johnny Depp on the stand. So much to tell you about it. We're going to get to it again in The Hollywood Outsider coming up. But everything from... Um, she slapping him, he says, to vodka bottles being thrown at him. She threw the large bottle and it made contact and shattered uh, everywhere. And I honestly didn't I didn't feel the pain. Hmm. I felt heat. Uh, all happening on Core TV. It's a $50 million defamation lawsuit. That's Jody's Top 5. Coming up next. It's Grateful Friday. And uh, Corey, we're coming to you next. Be a part of this with us every morning, 877-310-4MSJ. How are you, Corey? I, I'm well. I was calling in for Grateful Friday. Yes. Yeah. Um, and I wanted to say I'm grateful. I'm grateful for my clients. I work with autistic children. Oh, yes. And they're amazing. Mm-hmm. Do they come to you or do you so, do home visits? Um, like... like- I actually do school visits, and I have some um, that are very aggressive, and they will beat the mess out of me. But mm-hmm. I just the progress that we make, it just makes me so grateful. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and, and the progress, I guess, is different per kid, per person. Oh, oh, definitely. Depending on their um, level, if you will. Because mm-hmm. um, some of them are nonverbal. Some of them are high-functioning. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, my aggressive ones, like now we went from – like 20 aggressions a day, like hitting, biting this and that, mm-hmm. to sitting with me for five minutes My or 10 minutes or, tw- you know, right. different spin on life. Wow. Sure. It's such a, a misunderstood thing, and I barely, I probably understand it 2% uh, because my cousin is a specialist <laughs> right. also. But so what, what do we all need to know 
about autistic people? A little throw you, advice. You know, I guess it would be treat them the way you would want to be treated. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like they're not, it's no different. They just communicate different and they may see things different. Like I have one that communicates in visuals. So I just show them it, you know? Mm-hmm. I think it's just treat them the way you want to be treated. That's it. Wow. That's good. And that's good that's for everything, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> isn't that good for everything? Exactly. Exactly. Isn't that the yeah. golden rule? Exactly. Well, it, y'all are great. And it is. Exactly. And I hope that y'all have a great weekend. Thank you. We appreciate it, Corey. Let's go to Sam. Sam, what about you? Well, I'm uh, very <laughs> grateful because my kids are, the twins are having prom this weekend. That's right. And I get to see my boo. Oh, yeah. That's what you've been calling Tanya. I'm trying it out. You, I asked are him you? where he got that shirt, that funky shirt, and he said. Funky. Um, it's fun. I mean, it's funky. Retro funky cool. in a retro way. Yes. Yeah, I, that's not, not a, dirty. Funky is not a, a, a negative. I yeah. mean that in a good way. Yeah. And re- I told you I got it from my boo. And I was like, that's your new name for her. I'm trying it out. Yay. Grateful Friday. Trending now. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Powered by Coles. Why would anyone ever pick on or pick a fight with Mike Tyson? I mean, did you not see The Hangover? I can <laughs> Not for his singing ability. If I was in the presence of Mike Tyson, I would not do anything to rile him up. Well, I don't okay. Know. So I know he punched this guy on the yeah. plane, but did the guy, yes, com- like prompt? Yes. Besides being a fan, was he being pushy? Yes, he was. Okay, so Mike Tyson was in first class in his seat, waiting to depart a jet blue jet blue flight. An intoxicated passenger behind him started talking to him, super intoxicated. Uh, Mike was friendly, even took a selfie with him, but the guy would not stop bothering him, literally standing over him and doing all this stuff. People were filming because (sighs) I can't share that with you because there were expletives, you know, flying around. Mike, you know, responded in a way that you're not supposed to respond either, started just blowing, you know, started punching him. Yeah. The guy barely seemed to feel it, and then Mike got up and left the plane. It, there, no charges have been filed against Mike Tyson. The guy probably didn't even—he doesn't well, want to mess was, with it. If he was that lubricated, he probably didn't feel it. <laughs> lubricated is the right word. Yeah. You can see the video. I just cannot share it with you. But oh. <laughs> I know what I'm doing next. <laughs> what? Logging on? Yeah. Coming up with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Moving on. Do happy people live longer? We'll <laughs> tell you all about it next. Easy to catch up on anything you miss with the Murphy, Sam, and Jody podcast, and it's even easier when you subscribe for free because then it comes straight to you. All right, guys, do you believe that happy people live longer? Happy peppy people. I do. <laughs> they actually do. Um, studies show if you have a, if it's mental health, if you have, if you're psychologically healthy, mm-hmm. meaning not just your diet and exercise, that matters too, but your outlook can help you live five to eight years longer. My grandmother lived to be 97, mm-hmm. and there were people that called her Pollyanna because she was, at any situation, yeah. she was always, you know, trying to turn into something happy. But mm-hmm. it, you know what? How it made dealt. her a peaceful person because mm-hmm. she lived, mm-hmm. she outlived my grandfather by 37 years. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, my gosh. Wow. Um, my grandfather, who's 92, not long after my grandmother died, which was 17 years ago, we were sitting on his front porch, mm-hmm. and he just randomly started talking about, about happiness. And he said, you know, happiness is a choice. And he said, you know, I'm gonna, and I'm going to be happy. He was like, I don't know. I think he was kind of self-therapying himself yeah, a little bit good. in yeah. that moment with yeah. us. Well, that's, and that's exactly the way that you, 
that's the way that you get past the you know mm-hmm. the stress, the anger, or whatever is to pause. Sure. Um, people who take better care of themselves just cope better with everything. If you're phys- they're physically active, people who are more positive sleep better at night. And um, I always think about whenever you've had something on your mind or heart that's bad that you're going through, and then it's over, or you let go of it, or you, you feel a weight lifted. Oh yeah, do you, you feel not? like you're soaring. Like, oh, thank goodness. We've all we've all felt it's mm-hmm. a psychological weight. You know, people will say that I felt like a weight was lifted. Mm-hmm. Well, that's that's what to me. That's I relate this study to that. Yeah. Like, if you can let things go and have a more positive outlook, a weight is lifted. It's a physical weight. Yeah. Yeah. So you're saying that uh, of the three of us, I'll probably go first. No, I don't. I, you know, and you'll probably actually, go last. Actually, you're conflicted because you're funny. And you're angry. (laughs) (laughs) Which is a true comedian. Yeah. You are a true comedian. And guess what? You try to predict anything like that, whatever you think is going to happen is not what's going to happen in life. Three things you need to know today. Number one, today is Earth Day. The modern environmental movement started in 1970 Hmm. as a way to bring awareness to climate issues. And so EarthDay.org, if you want to find out what's going on, there's expected to be like rallies and all mm-hmm. kinds of stuff all weekend. Not Go just plant today. a couple trees, too. Yeah, you can do that. Number two, CNN Plus. Remember, it seems like yesterday we were telling you, hey, they're launching. Yeah. Um, I was thinking of getting that. They're sh- really? They're shutting down now. Okay, good thing after I didn't get it. One month after launching. it's Look, people are not wanting to pay for this. They spent $300 million getting the place up and running. They hired hundreds of staff. And they only got like 150,000 subscribers. It's kind mm. of like the Quibi thing that happened a few oh, years ago. Remember yeah, Quibi? Yeah. So CNN Plus shutting down. And other streaming services who were about to launch something like that are taking a little second guess. Yeah. And number three... Martha Stewart is hosting a tag sale at her New York home this weekend. A few years ago, I had a cat named Magnolia, and she inspired me. <laughs> no word in whether is she's going like to be. Is that like an estate sale? It's a lot like an estate sale, but you can't just show up. You have to have a, t- a ticket, a yeah. $250 have paid for a ticket huh. just to walk in and look at the place. But, yes, yeah, she's selling things, huh. okay? Furniture, uh, tables, kitchenware. She needs to clean out in this house. This is how she does it. Yeah. She sells <laughs> tickets. People come in and walk Wipe her out. Three things to know today. Fun part about getting towards the end of the week is uh, Friday Favorites, powered by Indeed. Sam, you're up. Oh, Sam's Friday Favorite. My favorite one this week. It's I've seen this all week going on. There's a girl named Katie Laurel who posted on TikTok mm-hmm. uh, herself shooting a video. She backs up in her bedroom and hits the bedpost and screams. Oh, you know, yeah, hurt. that hurts. Okay. Her little scream is funny. Yeah. Well, that apparently everybody thought so because everybody duetted with her on TikTok. Oh, so really? we have a guitar duet. <laughs> ah, yes, but even Michael Bublé got involved in this. Just haven't met you yet. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay, Michael. All, all right. Not everybody was famous either. Here's here somebody doing the alphabet. A B C D E F G H J K L M N O P. You love this stuff. Yeah, this is great. How about Bingo? The farmer had a dog, and Bingo was his name. Oh, B N G O. That's funny. Okay. Now those are fine, but uh, the 
the real cool ones are when they take. It's kind of like the goat songs, whatever I, they were doing to Whitney Houston. Oh, when somebody goats. puts it into yeah, a song, you use a real song and put it in. We got Alicia Keys. I keep on <laughs> That's basically got it. Okay. at the beginning. Uh, I got the Kelly Rowland. It's just good fun when you can do that. Okay? I saved the best one for last, though, right. just for you, Jody. One of your favorite artists of all time. Is that right? Prince. Yes. <laughs> that is the best one. That's uh, the only one that matters. Yeah, they've got hundreds of them. People singing songs or just doing stuff where you need a. That's it's a cute. Crazy little... how something like that takes off from somebody's oh, yeah. Well, her, the way she screamed was odd yeah. and perfectly yeah. odd. Okay, can we hear the prince one more time? Okay. <laughs> Coming up with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Jody has another Hollywood Outsider. Coming up next, though, Grateful Friday continues. You can let us know what you are grateful for, little or big, today, 877-310-4MSJ. We like to hear about what's going on in your life, especially on Grateful Friday. So keep it coming, 877-310-4MSJ. And when we miss you, um, leave us messages. Never miss a call. Murphy, Sam, and Jody, 24-hour voicemail. Hi, this is Ty. I was calling about the Grateful Friday things, and I just wanted to say that I am grateful for my high school sweetheart, who is now my fiancé. When my wife left me, Mm. I went into a you know, dark place, sank down, and she brought me back out and back to myself. And I just wanted to let you know that that's what I'm grateful for today. I listen to your guys' show, and I love it every morning. I'm going home from work, and thanks for all you do. Wow. Have a wonderful weekend. Oh, thank you, you too. for that. Thank and c- you. Congrats. We, we are glad to hear that. That's a big one. Mm-hmm. That's a very big one. Um, also, we love to hear from you on Facebook and Instagram. From our Facebook page, we were sharing with you this week about the new movie The Northman, which is in theaters today. I'm going to you, Father! I'm going to save you, Father! I'm going to kill you, Fiona! Wait for it. I want to avenge you, Father. Alexander Skarsgård. And it looks like Game of Thrones. He plays a Viking who has to avenge his father. And I want to tell you too much more. But it looks so crazy good, if you're into that. Um, Lisa, on our Facebook page, says, Howdy. Was listening on the way to work. Perhaps The Northman is the origin story to Eric Northman in True Blood. Hmm. The series reads that he was known as the Northman, a Viking warrior. That's how he took the last name of the Northman. Lisa, you're rocking my world with this. And there's no reference to that in any other things that you've seen so far? Well, I've only read like the synopsis of the movie, Mm -hmm. and I've noted that (laughs) Alexander Skarsgård's in it. And Nicole Kidman is in it, and it looks like Game of Thrones. I've huh. not read any further. And I just n- made the comment in my Outsider yeah. that, hey, he played Eric Northman in True Blood. It How seems funny. like one of the people on the publicity tour should have at least asked that question, huh? Maybe it is the origin story. Maybe the end of this movie is Vampire City. Man, <laughs> I... Oh, Lord. <laughs> Vikings know. and vampires? <laughs> I don't know. But, Lisa, you rock. You're my people for bringing that up, and I appreciate it. You hit us up anytime on Instagram and Facebook.
Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Brought to you by Kohl's. This week has been the week of Johnny Depp on the stand in this defamation case against his ex, Amber Heard. Mm-hmm. In the first couple of days, Johnny looked great, right? Johnny handled things Johnny, and he told Johnny, his Johnny. side of the story. But here comes the defense, Amber Heard's attorneys, cross-examining him for the last day and a half. And oh my goodness, yesterday it got crazy. So he was cross-examined in an effort to point out inconsistencies in his testimony with texts and audio yeah. of some of their fights. I want you to imagine for a second text messages or, or, or sound from your worst fights with somebody in your life being played in public. How could you stand it? I couldn't stand it. Um, Why are they recording their fights? I don't know why. Maybe Amber was. Yeah. We're going to get to that when she gets on the stand. Um, But anyway, there was there. It's some nasty stuff that he was texting back and forth with his friend Paul Bettany about things, violent things Mm -hmm. to do to her. I won't share that with you. But uh, and that an audio recording of him saying that he headbutted her once in a fight. And he was admitting to doing it lightly, but not breaking her nose. Yeah, it's it's, it's not good. It's not Jeez. good. Johnny is expected to be on the stand again Monday after a little break this weekend. Earlier, uh, Jody was in the Hollywood Outsider talking about Netflix and you know raising fees and trying to figure out you know how to stay competitive in a world where there's a bazillion different streaming services, and um, so they're talking about clamping down on sharing of passwords yes and what's funny to me is every time we say that sam frowns he grimaces and i'm just curious why why does that um only because i let the kids have my passwords right mm-hmm. you know so i'm gonna have to cut them off yeah okay. i mean i'm not paying extra it, but it, it, it's a perspective thing i would love a shared password too i don't have apple yeah. i would i would like to you know ask for that but but you want my password no i don't <laughs> But, but if you it, were Netflix and you had cranked out all this content, that's your business. Oh, yeah. You wouldn't want to give it away for free to two million homes. No, I, yeah, I totally understand that. Like, if I'm giving you my password or giving it to Faith or somebody else, mm-hmm. it's just me. When I do it, I give, I share it with my kids. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Because so the not, rules are okay right. for everybody, but not for no, you. And, <laughs> no, I mean, it's like a white lie, you know. It's okay. Yeah. It's, it's still not okay, but, but I still consider it family. I, yeah, it's just it not is. happening in the house. So. Right. Well, you know, what's funny about that is, you know, in a world where we've transitioned from TV with commercials to Netflix with no commercials to a blend like with Hulu mm-hmm. and all that now, yes. a, a, a generation, uh, you know, well, millennials and Gen Z are fine with subscriptions. Yeah. They really, they don't think twice about it because everything, whether it's gaming or anything else, it's something that is just second nature. Mm-hmm. So I think it's, it. I think it's. The people who've experienced both who don't understand you either get commercials or you, or you pay for it because these are businesses. They're not providing yeah. this for free, right? Even though it feels you know, like it, kind it's, of. It's like stealing an artist's music. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Somebody else has worked for that. They should be compensated for it. Yes. And, you know, and, and but I am glad to hear that Netflix is considering a different rate structure so that it's not so pricey for mm-hmm. people that, you know, that it's right. challenging. They're to considering get. They really a subscription that's cheaper with some ads. Yeah. And, you know, the funny thing about this is a lot of us got in on streaming when it was four ninety nine, five ninety nine. I know. Oh, yeah. Hulu, Netflix. You barely sign, even notice it. Yeah. And you know what's weird about and now that? Now it's fifteen ninety nine for each one of them. It's weird that they. Uh, they just creep up without you knowing it either. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And you're not likely to cancel the service. Oh, yeah. No. You may not even realize it's crept up on mm-hmm. you. That's true for any sort of subscription service. Yeah. If you what, have something come to coming to the house every month in, in a box and you don't cancel it and then you, it snowballs. Yeah, buddy. <laughs>
You mean like paper towels at our house? <laughs> I wasn't going to say it, but yes. We all love new car smell, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Apparently, you can buy new car smell in sprays. I don't trust that. No, so that doesn't work. The same. Right. Um, do you know that some car companies test out the new car smell and make sure it smells new enough? Mm-hmm. Nissan is one of them. They hire odor experts <laughs> to analyze and approve the smell. Now, the smell is a combination of plastic and fabrics. Yeah. Obviously, it's the new stuff. Yeah. Does that mean that the smell's not good for us? <laughs> I don't mean, I don't know. I have asking. no idea. I think the smell's great. I know. Everybody loves the smell of a new yeah. car. It doesn't last, though. It starts to smell like you and your life and your perfume and hairspray or whatever. So, your kids. What do they do if, if that odor person says, I'm sorry, this doesn't smell good enough? How do, what do they have to change? Add a little more plastic? Add a little yeah. more chemicals, probably. Oh. I don't know the full process, but I know that Nissan actually hires odor experts. So if you're looking for the new car smell yeah. to the max, check Nissan.